Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Dirt and Sprague. Hey, check this out. Blue Garrick's pants. Not a bad fit. Hey, you don't think that nerve disease of his was contagious, do you? I'm going to take him off. I'm too important to this team. Big Stein can't be flopping and twitching. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brandon Sprague. Let's have a smell, all right? Ooh, wafting, wafting. Oh, everyone likes their own brand, don't they? This is magic. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Those goofy bastards are just about the best thing I've got going in this crazy world. The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of Dirt and Sprague. Patrick Harris, Jason Swigard with you as the boys are out on vacation. We'll be with you all week leading up to college football playoffs on Friday. We got the Ducks bowl game tomorrow, so we'll dive deep into that. Joe Fisher will make an appearance throughout the week as well as we hold the ship down because nobody else wants to work, so we're here. Something's got to happen. Yep. Lights got to stay on in this place. Yep. The gotta... uh, the Ducks crew will be back Wednesday, so Dusty, Dirt, Q. Yep, they'll all be in uh, on Wednesday, and then Thursday I think we get back. I think Danny and Dusty, one of them's back. Okay. Uh, and then I don't know when Suker Isaac is back. They might There might be more best ofs for them. Yeah, I think they're done until the new year. So we shall see. So we shall see. But we'll hang with you guys. And you're more than welcome to hang out with us every morning from 6 to 9. Uh, DJU stuff, we'll get to that in about 45 minutes. But I want to start into the NFL after a crazy week weekend of, of football. We had three days. Football's now on Saturdays. So buckle up for that for the rest of the year. That's always a fun little, fun little treat for the NFL fans. More playoff tickets have been punched. Um, but not without a weekend could not go by without headlines in the dramatic standpoint. And we'll want to start in Denver, which seemed like an inevitability, but it's still the topic to discuss. Nathaniel Hackett was relieved of duties after the Broncos fall again, and their season sits at four and eleven. And this is such an interesting situation that has been talked about. At, at at length for, for weeks and d- damn near the whole season is that Nathaniel Hackett takes the fall for this. And I do believe that Nathaniel Hackett was in a situation that was a little big for his britches. Every time I saw him on the sideline, he kind of had this deer in the headlight look to him. Kind of like, I don't really know what's going on. Um, I think if you're a head coach, I know it's his first time head coach. I think if you're a head coach and you have to hire a guy to teach you about clock management, and you're a former offensive coordinator, that's a little head-scratching. I know growing up I was really critical on Andy Reid because his clock management wasn't that great, but he eventually kind of figured it out. And there's guys that have issues with that all the time. Mike McCarthy, for example, he's got a Super Bowl ring, and he you know, swags dying over there because that guy's clock management is atrocious. 
I think Nathaniel Hackett knew from day one that he was over his skis. And I'm sure he will land somewhere. This is not the end of him. He comes from a little bit of a pedigree. Matt LaFleur wouldn't wouldn't answer whether or not he'd bring him back on the staff. So I, I think there is a place in this league for Nathaniel Hackett. Will he ever get a head coaching gig? Probably not. No. But I think there is a life for him in this league. I think I, I, I think we're really starting to appreciate even more and more the difference from being a coordinator to a head coach. And again, it goes back to something I said. The, the skill to accept and be responsible for an entire group uh, versus just a specific, you know, task or department. When, when you're responsible for everything, uh, it is a different, it's a different responsibility than, than and, and it's hard to sit there and pin down exactly because the unexpected is what falls in your lap mm-hmm. the stuff you can't plan for um whatever the case may be uh you know and you've got to direct to to come up with the contingencies and like well we've you know we've never had to deal with that before it's mm-hmm. like it's a possibility what do we do if we have to deal with that so um and it's hard to keep be able to keep your head and keep all of it. I think that's what makes Mike Tomlin uh, so remarkable. Mm-hmm. Nothing sees, seems to phase him. He seems to be prepared for whatever may come his way. I'd argue Pete Carroll's the same way. Pete Carroll's the same way. You can scratch your head about uh, you know the general philosophy and principles that they want to see their teams go out and perform with and say, I don't know if that's going to be good enough with the way the game is played, with uh, how we go about how our front office goes about acquiring talent. So there might be that. But in terms of having somebody that you trust – to be able to deal and handle with whatever comes up during the season, you would much rather have one of those two guys than than a lot of guys in the league. Yeah, and I, th- I think too often we look at the college football model. I think we look at it where we see these coordinators and the assistants get head jobs and turn into a Kirby Smart and win a national title. Turn into a Dan Lanning who's flipping five-star recruits from big programs up to his spot. You know, we see that success in the college level, and you think, well, that should translate to the NFL. But for every Kyle Shanahan and Sean McVay, there's a Nathaniel Hackett, you know? You know, Minnesota is up and down. Yeah, they're going to go to the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to win their division, but they're not a juggernaut. You know, Miami has looked pretty good this year, but they've also looked kind of bad this year. Cincinnati made a run to the made a run to the Super Bowl and and didn't look that great in the Super Bowl. Like you I think you nailed it right on the head. The obligation to run a locker room, a 50-person locker room of high-level million-dollar athletes is something special that shouldn't be taken for granted. Look at John Harbaugh in Baltimore. That's that's a rotating cast of characters, I feel like, all the time, yet it's the exact same team. All right? Look at Arizona. That is a hot dumpster fire. I mean, even Sean McVay is dealing with it a little bit in L.A. right now. That Matt Stafford's not healthy, Whitworth retires, you just won a Super Bowl, and all of a sudden you can't win a football game? You can't win a football game against bad teams? You got Baker Mayfield bailing you out? It's hard to be a head coach in the NFL. You see guys like Andy Reid went to an NFC championship four times and got ran out of Philly. You see this all the time. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl in Green Bay, and all of a sudden Aaron Rodgers didn't like him. He gone. And what has Green Bay done since? So that's what Denver, I think, is going to be looking for. I, I saw this morning they put out... They put out, you know, the the Denver Post or whatever their their newspaper is put yeah. out like the top list of candidates, and it's all these assistants. And it's like I, I think if 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 you're gonna save this ship, you got to have somebody that can come in and control that place. I mean, well, did you? I mean, did... it's all about you know, it's all about the GM, and I think if John Elway is worth anything. It's going to be now because he's maybe one of the few guys that can get to Russell Wilson one-on-one and cut through all of the crap that right. we see everywhere and go and and push the right button because I think, 
he's one of the few guys that's got enough credentials and pedigree that Russell has to listen to him. Totally. And go, listen, we sh- we emptied the truck for you. You've got to you've got to ingratiate a little bit more the team. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there, there's a report that came out that Rippon, the backups, looking at offensive linemen and saying, hey, when Russ gets knocked down, go over there and help him up. And they're laughing at him. Yeah. Like, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good at all. You got to have, I mean, the if, if, if you're talking about how you write this ship from a coaching standpoint, I mean, are you Sean Payton or bust at this point? I don't think. I don't think Peyton's going to I don't think Peyton gig. wants that gig. I don't gig. think there's enough money in the world. But I think if you're Denver, that's what you have to look at. Because you, well, you, you clearly need somebody that's going to run this organization. Because right now, it's a bunch of misfit toys wandering around. And there's too much talent, especially on that defensive side. I heard that the number, yeah, the number one candidate outside of Sean Peyton is Dan Quinn. Is Dan Quinn going to get that done for you? Is Dan Quinn going to get Russell Wilson bought in and everyone bought into him i don't know if that's true i like dan quinn there's two ways to go about it if you go with a defensive coach then it's all about okay who's the offensive coordinator and do you bring somebody in who russell wilson feels like he can collaborate with and make the offense his Mm -hmm. and maybe that's the way to engage and ignite him uh, to do it that way and say, okay, I'm just going to decide if we're going to go for it on fourth down and call timeouts and, and do that thing, and I'm going to focus. Um, obviously, Denver uh, still has quite a bit of defensive talent, so a defensive head coach might be more apt to jump at that opportunity and not necessarily be so daunted by all the Russell Wilson drama. Uh, you could go that way. Otherwise, you need somebody to come in who can – Hold him accountable. Mm. But like I said, I think that guy is already in the building. I think it's John Elway. Right. And if, because if John, you know, if he comes, he'll be careful, but maybe it gets to the point where he says, I spoke to Russell and I said, you've got to change how you go about interacting and leading this team. And if you can't, it's never going to work, and it's all going to fall on you. And that's and maybe re- throws them under the bus a little bit. And that's the real question. I want to get to that next is how how to fix Russ and if it's even fixable. Plus, how exciting is this Denver job? Of It's one of three that are currently open. There'll probably be another three open by the end of the season. Is this job that interesting? And what to do with Russ if you are going to stick with him from here going forward. I want to get to that next. We'll stick in Denver uh, as we do this heavy NFL hour here on Dirt and Sprague. 1080 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
503-250-1080 is the text line. Coming in on this Nathaniel Hackett Denver situation. Even though Russ has been god-awful, Hackett still deserved to be fired. Makes you wonder how that clown possibly won the interview. Uh, some rumors about the Sean Payton. Apparently, uh, this texter says that he wants Vic Fangio as his defensive coordinator. I would agree with this texter. That might not work. That might not go over so bad. Uh, yes, there are rumors uh, he would like to have Fangio. I, I think, and now that they made the playoffs, I don't know if they'll do it in San Diego. Right. I'm not a big Brandon Staley. I mean, I like Brandon Staley a lot, but I don't think he's I don't know a, how you fire a guy when he takes him back to the playoffs for the first time in four or five seasons. Well, they did it before with Marty Schottenheimer. So, so, so yeah. Well, that came after... After a loss. Getting yeah. on the precipice and not being able to close the deal. They haven't been there for a while, but I would, I would love to see Sean Payton with Justin Herbert. Yes. And obviously, you and know... there's plenty of defensive talent for Vic Fangio to run his stuff if he can get them all healthy. Uh, he can turn Bosa and Derwin James loose and uh, have some fun there. And there will always be the cowboy cloud hanging over Sean Payton. There will always be that there, as long as Jarrah's around. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I just Jarrah needs to stop talking out loud. <laughs> just stop talking, period. <sighs> just, yeah. So, so that, so that's that. And then uh, I love this question. This texter asked, "Which Wilson was a bigger mistake, Russell or Zach?" Speaking of Zach Wilson uh, at the Jets, that's an interesting question. I think it's Zach. I think I think it's Zach too. If you have a number two draft pick, um, at that point, and you go with a quarterback, you gotta have somebody that that you can trust that it can at least elevate the franchise. He can't even elevate the franchise. I agree, but one could argue that neither is Russell Wilson right now, and he's going to cost you a top five pick next year. You at And least, potentially the year after that, if you don't figure this well, out. Well, I, I don't know what sort of potential you saw in Zach Wilson that would have led you to believe to make him the number two overall pick. Oh, none for me. At least me. Russell has a track record. And I think it's more about now how to figure out how to tap into it. And... Right, because you don't just forget how to play quarterback overnight. No. But something is clearly wrong with yeah. Russ. And Again, I think it's on John. I think John Elway is the one guy. He calls Russell. He's like, hey, let's go. Because he understands about being the guy. He understands about, you know, getting all the accolades and being the name and the face and out there and all of that stuff. And he understands what the Broncos mean to Denver and the fan base. There's there's nothing there that Russell can't ask him that he doesn't have an answer for. So then you think you think most of Russ's issues are upstairs? Yeah, you don't I, think I, it's I a shot fighter or anything like that. You think it's I all don't in the brain? Think so, think it's all in his leadership I, I've still focus. Him. Yeah, throw pass. I, I don't know why he's reluctant to run uh, as much as he did with Seattle. He was excellent at avoiding contact. He excellent. knew when to slide. He knew when to get out of bounds. He knew how to take a, you know, take a hit so he didn't get clocked. You know, laid out. Yeah, he's like Steve Young minus concussions. Yeah. So it doesn't look like he's lost significant speed. Uh, he's still making a lot of the throws. Every once in a while, you'll see him just, you know, on the run, just fire something ridiculous. I think his arm is fine. I don't see any residual effect. I think this is all, I think, not all of it, but I think 85, 90% of it is just in his mentality and how he's going about preparing himself. So if you're a coaching candidate, is this Denver job right now the most exciting because you have what what should be that guy at the quarterback position? Or do you think there are guys out there asking this question to themselves? I don't know what's going on in there, but I don't know if I want to know what's going on in there. Oh, because you know, right now you got you got I, I would Broncos have a open. lot more questions than I would ask for if I was if I was in a position if if Denver was seeking me, mm-hmm. if I was near the top of their list, it would be a multiple interview process and I would ask for a boatload of money. Yeah, and some guarantees. Like I'm going to be there three or four years. You're not turfing me after a year because, you know, it doesn't go well. You have to give me a chance to establish myself as a coach. It would certainly help if that coach has some pedigree. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everybody would salivate over Sean Payton, right? Um, but 
the the double-edged side of that sword is Russell is who Russell is. And so if he feels like it's a battle for egos, the same way he felt like it was with Pete Carroll, you know, there is maybe something if you find a guy who maybe a, the football mentality comes in, uh, you know, seems to have the right temperament, the right personality for your locker room, but yet may not be, you know, somebody that, that Russell feels like he's got to compete with, you know, for brand and ego and all that, if that's an issue for him. He won't say it is, but obviously right. there was something going on in Seattle. So there's a lot more research you have to do before you sign on to that. Yeah, I think if I think if I'm one of those guys at the top of their list, you know, a Sean Payton or a Dan Quinn, for example, I don't know if I'm that intrigued in this job. You got a quarterback that you got to figure out. You got a defense that's loaded, sure, but you got a quarterback that you got to figure out in a big way, and you have zero draft capital. That would scare me. That would scare me a lot. I yeah. mean, I agree. If you can turn that switch, if you can flip, you know, this texter's saying, you know, that a lot of this with Russell Wilson is a mental health thing, and if that's the case, that sounds more approachable to me than an ego thing. But if it's an ego thing, I don't know if I want anything to do with that. You got a quarterback that's out of control ego wise, and you've got no draft capital to try to fix it. It makes me lean, you know, I, I'd almost rather take the Carolina job that's a full rebuild. You Carolina's don't have anything a full there. Rebuild. Indianapolis uh, still has talent. Colts, the Colts have defensive talent up and down. If you, you can get Jonathan Taylor, Taylor healthy, healthy, you yeah. got a running back. And so you're going to have a, uh, I, I believe they still have their own first round draft pick. Mm -hmm. So. Find a quarterback, um, and and I think that's a lot more desirable there. We'll see if what they think of Jeff Saturday. Um, I can't in. imagine he keeps that job. I don't know. It's it's well, but Ursay loves him. That's the only thing where when the owner has a certain affinity for you, I guess that's true. That's that's a different issue. So um, so we'll see. But but I think. I think the guy that could have the biggest influence on the future is is John Elway. I and I think you're spot on with that, which which begs the question, if you are Denver and you are looking for a new head coach, you have to find somebody offensively, correct? Like, I like Dan Quinn a lot. I think what he's done for your Cowboys, I think what he did in Atlanta, I think he gets a mm -hmm. bad shake for what happened in Atlanta. I think that team peaked. When they went to the Super Bowl, yeah, okay, it's it's the biggest whatever you want to call it. But that team peaked, and he built that, got that team where it needed to go, got them to the promised land, and his players couldn't execute. And, yeah, they fell off from that. I don't blame him for that. I think he's a damn good coach. I think what he's doing in Dallas is awesome. I mean, he's got some real yeah. serious, scary people on that defense, sure. But I think he deserves a shot at a head coach. But if you're Denver, I, I don't think you can touch him. I think you need somebody that is established in a modern-day offense. I don't know. What's a modern-day offense? I mean, I suppose that's it, true. It, it I mean, Andy Reid's on... been around for two decades, and he's still killing everybody. Yeah, Andy Reid is adapting, but then you've got – look what Philly's doing, man. Philly's running the football. A hundred – you know, San Francisco, similar sorts mm -hmm. of thing. Going back to the old established the run, play, action, pass, bootleg. So Your third-string quarterback looks like a pro bowler It's in, in more San based on your personnel – um, what you have, who your best receivers are, your best receivers, speed guys out on the outside, or do I have a core group of tight ends that can work the middle? Um, so, and I think Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson can adapt to any of those things. Mm -hmm. um, He's smart enough. I mean, there's nothing that yeah. tells me in the history that I've watched Russell Wilson. I am, I am not a Seahawk fan. In fact, I don't have a team in the NFL. I just, I'm just a casual observer. Uh, I root for players, you know, guys I like, things yeah. like that, coaches I like, stuff like that. Um, but I grew up and still live in heavy Seahawk country, and I am not – I have a lot of issues with Seahawk fans. <laughs> and everyone can argue that all fan bases are terrible. It just depends on where you live, blah, blah, blah. I hear you, but I have massive issues with Seahawk yeah, fans. Yeah, the 12 sometimes get a little 12 -y. The, the 12s are, 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 are a little rough. But there are a few years there that I would get in arguments with my buddy, who is a diehard Seahawk fan, that I thought Russell Wilson was the best quarterback in the NFL for a couple of years there. Yeah. And I firmly believe that. So you can't tell me this guy is just done.
But the quarterback position is not that different from golf. If your head's not in it, look at Aaron Rodgers. He might be the most physically talented quarterback we've ever seen play the game, but his head's not in it. You know, is Tom Brady's head in it right now? You know, if your head's not in golf, you know this swag better than anybody. Your head's not in golf. Adios, muchachos. Like, you're not getting anything done. And I think he is too talented to not fix it, figure it out. And I think that roster is too good to not fix it out. I just don't know if I want to be the guy to test that water. It'll be interesting to see where they decide to go and who who's willing i mean obviously if somebody's going to go from a coordinator position to a head coaching position it's it's hard to turn that opportunity down as daunting a task as maybe standing before you mm-hmm. um and i don't but the other thing is if it's somebody making the leap i think then that puts the onus on management mm-hmm. and and russ to make it work if you bring in somebody that's already got an established record and it doesn't work you know then that's more well it'll be depending on what falls out maybe it all gets blamed at throwing russ's feet and they make him the scapegoat eventually well i mean if, if this net if this next head coach goes four and eleven in week 16 uh, that that's going squarely on Russ, yeah. especially if he continues to play the way he plays. All right, uh, I do want to leave on this last one. I will give you 12s a, a little bit of credit, but also take a stab at you on my way out, too. We got uh, more NFL. If, if you Hawk fans actually watched football, you'd be really excited that Russ is gone, but since you don't really, it, uh, you kind of don't really know what uh, what you might be missing or what you might not be missing. Hey, the Chargers are in the playoffs. We get to see Justin Herbert Chargers. in the postseason. Chargers. That was my team for the longest time growing up. Chargers. I just can't root for an L.A. team. So I had to bail on that. They shouldn't be in L.A. An L.A. team with a duck quarterback? Oof, that's a hard sell on Patrick <laughs> Harris. That's a really hard sell on this guy. But when we come back, once again, there's another quarterback in concussion protocol. And stop me if you've heard this before. It doesn't look good because it's the same Guy, we'll go to Miami next. This is Dirt and Sprague on Tanya the Fan. But when it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA 14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Coming up in 15 minutes, there's a new QB1 in Corvallis, and how is that going to shake up the Pac-12? Merry Christmas to all you Beaver Nation out there. So we'll get into that, and we'll talk about that throughout the week, too, as that story continues to unfold and what the future looks like for the Beavers. Ducks got a bowl game tomorrow, so we'll give you Duck fans a little bit of love going to that. And uh, any of you Husky fans out there, yeah, I told Swag I'd do it on Thursday. We'll talk about your bowl game. Could be really fun. Could be a fun bowl game. At least I'm looking forward oh, to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. A little Sark revenge action. Yeah, yeah. Could be could be really nice. I, I remember, uh, I'll, uh, I, I'll say this story again on Thursday. I remember when the Huskies fired Sark, I laughed hysterically because I said, you're never going to find a coach better than Sark. And then they hired Chris Peterson, and I hate life because <laughs> he was pretty damn good there. Uh, so we'll get to some Beaver talk with DJU uh, at, uh, in about 15 minutes. But sticking in the NFL... The Miami Dolphins yesterday, Tua Tungavailoa goes down again 
uh, and has entered concussion protocol again. And this is one of those situations that it's it, it's it's funny that as I've got you know ESPN up on the television as I'm watching Sports Center and highlights throughout the weekend as games are going on half times and such that it's mentioned, but it's almost kind of like even the media is starting to push this story a little a little aside. When when does it get to a point where we step in and kind of say, hey, Tua, you might be done for the year? Um, everyone talked about potentially being done for the year the first time it went down, or I guess technically that's the second time it went down. And here we are again sitting in a situation where, you know, you look back on it, guys, and people like Trent Green and Steve yeah. Young, like those are well, things Troy like... Troy Aikman, too. Troy Aikman. I mean, like, there are times... I mean, what's what's the number one thing if Aikman says something dumb on television, everyone's like, well, it's because he got hit in the head too many times. Two is in a situation with how young he is and how frequent this is happening, how nasty it's been all year. When do you just start saying enough is enough? Well, I think, one, concussion science is relatively new science, uh, and it is by no means complete in any way shape or form uh the other thing is is there's not you know trying to establish what baselines are and in the long-term effects so we still we still see those studies going on related to cte and and how those it's such a um such a nebulous thing to try and detect um there are more protocols going in place i think the nfl though is pretty these days after they lost their shirt in lawsuits um sensitive to it and we saw you know getting the spotters more involved in games after that mm-hmm. to a situation earlier in the season uh, more willing to be observant and and err on the side of caution with those things but uh, now it's really up to um you know the the specialists that are with the dolphins as well as the nfl um, and to at some point, it still comes back to the player being completely honest about what they're experiencing mm-hmm. and sensing because it's hard to, you know, you, a knee, an ankle, a shoulder. There are specific, uh, finite sort of measurements you can take, range of motion, the strength you're able to, you know, exert those sorts of things. And, as a baseline, if you're 100% healthy, this is what we should be able to see from you. Um, but you still are so reliant upon the individual player to tell you what they're experiencing, um, how they are responding. Um, sleep is such a huge piece of it, too. Can you get deep sleep? All of those sorts of things. Um, Tua is going to have to be his own best judge of things and the traditional, you know, hero nature of football players to fight through injury. This is, this is different from any other injury that they will experience. Yeah. And to your point about, to your point about concussion studies being relatively new, I didn't need to watch supersize me to know that if I ate McDonald's three times a day, that I not only would I gain weight, but my heart would get clogged and I'd start to sweat. Like, the the meat sweats, you know? I didn't need to see that study go down to tell me that, hey, this is a bad idea. So I hear you that, yeah, medically, yeah, we're still learning a bunch of stuff. We still don't know about long-term, you know, even though we've got guys like Junior Seau and, and you know, that whole situation and what CTE can do, especially with veterans and, and, and stuff like that. I don't know if I really need to see more data to tell me, you know, and this might be just me, the libtard speaking, but I don't know if I need to see more data to tell me that Tua is not in a good spot. And if this kid wants to play football, and if you want him to play football, Dolphins are teetering in the playoffs or not. I think they really like their foundation. Their coaching staff seems really solid, innovative, very different oh, than everybody else. Yeah, no, they love Mike like, Daniel. Yeah, it's you've fantastic. got some. You've got something really cool going down, going on down there. They brought in the receivers to get around to it and right. help him. Tyreek Hill might be the MVP of the league. You know, like 
you've got stuff going, but you're still not there yet. Buffalo's still ahead of you. Kansas City's still ahead. There's a there's a litany yeah. of teams in the AFC that are still ahead of you. Then maybe this maybe this year it's time to pull the shoot. Or 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 roll the dice with 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 uh, with Teddy Two Gloves. Well, they're talking to Teddy Bridgewater now. You know I mean, that's why you bring a veteran guy in. Yeah. So if you can get yourself in playoff position, you've got somebody that's experienced that at least you can go and put a game plan together and feel comfortable he can execute it. Yeah, and not to take a shot. I don't mean this as a shot at Tua, but because of how Brian Flores handled the whole situation. But if you can get a guy to play like a Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know somebody that an Alex Smith that's just going to not kill you. Then you can see how this plays out instead of seeing how it plays out, and it could end the same, and you could end your potential franchise quarterback. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, when he gets to decision time from his rookie contract and extension time, how the Dolphins go ahead and look at it because all indications are the Chargers are going to try to give Justin Herbert whatever the hell he wants. Right. Um, that that it is, you know. Somehow he, not that he hasn't earned it, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's a once in a, once in a draft, once in a generation for a franchise type of quarterback that looks like, I mean, what he did this year and playing through all the rib injuries and, and kept this team afloat, even when he could probably barely breathe and hurt so bad. <laughs> um, and now the team's getting healthier. He's got both his wide receivers back. Eckler's going the defense getting healthier, they they might be a scary out in the playoffs. Yeah. But it, it might not just be Tua's, Tua's play. It might be, seriously, it's like one, one significant hit and he might be, his career might be done. I mean, that's, I think, where people are at watching Tua. I mean, I, I worry that his career as a functioning adult could be in question. So you know, I mean, you you scramble those eggs enough, and eventually they're overcooked, and just kind of wiggle there, and that's the scariest thing. And I was we were, we were talking about this before we went on the air. Like, when is enough enough? And I don't know if that will ever hit because here we are. I look up, and you know, people are talking about Zach Wilson on TV. You know, like to me, this is some of the scariest stuff. Tua is the Tua is the scariest thing I've seen on on professional sports since like. I mean, I didn't watch Alex Smith, and I I don't really want to, like, the Nurk stuff. Those those things are really gross. But as far as, like, watching a human being's brain get scrambled, two is the nastiest thing I've seen since Javid Best at Cal. Yeah. And, like, I, like that's that kind of optic is something that that's what turns me off from the game. Well, the good thing is he's in the protocol. Yes. So now he has to clear. up to the doctors, the independent uh neurologists and doctors that have to independently clear him so um but i think once again i think the nfl is constantly going to be looking at the protocols that they have in place for this because one as we mentioned i think the science is still in a developmental stage there will be new studies and new information uh, and that's going to protect the nfl in the long run protect the nfl it's going to protect players so will they continue to be uh, err on the side of caution, implementing things as, uh, you know, medicine and science say, oh, we we know now how to better evaluate things. Maybe we can see if players are, um, there's some sort of level of, it wasn't a full concussion, but they suffered some sort of, um, you know, physical incident that, right predetermines them or makes them highly susceptible to sustaining a concussion or something like that. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I think the NFL has got to be proactive with this rather than reactive. I agree. I agree. Uh, B-Rod says on the text line 503-250-1080, the Dolphins should sit him for the remainder of the season. Should not be debatable. Safety first. I'm right there with you. All right. When we come back, Merry Christmas, Corvallis. You got what you needed. The one thing that was holding you back, you might have just figured out. And a word of encouragement from someone else that has lived through this fairly recently. We'll get to the Oregon State Beavers finally get their QB1. That's next. This is Dirt and Sprague on 1080. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on hour number three. Oh yeah, we got the mail sack coming up. Completely forgot about that. Yes, mail send sack. Your questions. Get your questions in. Text line eight fifteen five zero three two five zero ten eighty. About P. Harris. I'm here. I'm, I'm an open book. Talk to you about anything. Talk about Cody Gakpo going to Liverpool. I can get onto that for you. I don't think we're going to get a lot of that. This I don't morning. think we're going to get a lot of that. I think you either. and I are the only two people that know that. <laughs> uh, if you know Jude Bellingham, we can talk about that too. All right, all right. But yeah, mail sack at 715 503 250 1080. Get those in, and I will do my best uh, to help you out. We got to coming up in the 8 o'clock hour on top of that. We'll get to Justin Herbert, get some of the playoffs as well, alongside with the new number one in points scored in Blazer history. But. Right now, we want to wish a Merry Christmas to all of you out there in Beaver Nation as it came a little early, but right on time and maybe exactly what you need. And this will be fun walking into the 2023 season. Uh, it is a f- almost everything but official. We're just waiting for pen to paper and to be yes. on campus. Reporters but- have confirmed it. DJ's Twitter has sent out a thing. He's committed. Uh, but DJ Ungalale, is that how you say Uwe it? Ungalale. Uwe Ungalale. Yeah. I'm still with DJU. I just find that easier. Uh, has committed that he is going to leave Clemson, as we all kind of predicted. The big question was, where was he going to land? And he has chosen Oregon State. Now, there is a thousand places to go with this. There is a thousand places to go with this. I think the number one that has to start is how in the hell did Jonathan Smith pull this off? Because this is potentially the biggest moment of his coaching career? Uh, Certainly his ability to develop quarterbacks, to understand uh, what it's like. Um, I think uh, DJ, you know, he's a, he's a Southern California kid. So obviously the PAC 12 was there, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, he could, he could ask Jonathan who's California kid as well, went up to Corvallis he can ask him anything about being there. Okay, am I really out in the sticks and the boonies? What am, what am I getting into? Um, as well as, you know, quarterbacking, uh, those sorts of things. Uh, I know there was a lot of support uh, from from the alumni base, um, from, you know, from the whole athletic department to be there for, you know, what is out there in the marketplace, what they got to compete with. Obviously was told you are the QB. And so, um, yeah, I think Jonathan would be, look, if you, you know, if you do, if you come in and you're all committed and you put the work in, you know, your your opportunity will be right there. Um, you know, it's good that you can have Ben Gilbranson, who knows the system. I think you want that level of competition, um, you know, I think DJ's coming here knowing full well that it's right there for him. Um, well, I mean, he was what the the top quarterback prospect, he was the number one quarterback prospect going into Clemson. Class. He started at Clemson as a freshman for crying out loud. So and and there's there was... every all this stuff saying, oh, what are they talking about a competition, all that sort of stuff? It's like, I, no, don't. <laughs> You know, and and in the early days when Trevor Lawrence went down for a couple of those games, DJ looked good. Yeah, he looked really good. Now I think there's something more at work going on at Clemson right now. Like the 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 the, the sky's not falling, but the the everything's well, coming back. Maybe a little bit back down to earth. Yeah. I wouldn't say that his struggles at Clemson were totally his fault. Um, but the reality is, is that this is. The best quarterback you could. I mean, this is like free agency. You know, the transfer portal is like free agency in the NFL. If you if you're a team like Oregon State, where clearly your biggest weakness in the season was consistent quarterback play, because there was time where quarterback play was solid, but consistent quarterback play was your biggest issue. 
this is the ultimate home run. I do not expect DJU to be throwing four picks against USC and lose by two. No. I don't see that happening. No, and I think that's where you love Jonathan Smith. And if there was truly a connection uh, made between those guys, it will be how to develop his his sense of quarterbacking and understanding, you know, plus the fact that he's coming here, he's going to have an experienced offensive line, uh, and he's going to have a solid stable of running backs. So it's like you don't have to do it all by yourself here. Mm -hmm. We're going to set this thing up where we'll be able to pick and choose the right opportunities uh, for you to go down the field. He's got a strong enough arm. So um, with Brian Lindgren, will they be able to work? You know, maybe there's some mechanical issues that that they can suggest and start to work on. You know, if you want to make these throws, how to get your feet in the right spot, those sorts of things. Um, And yeah, and, and the way, but I think, It'll be interesting. It'll be it'll be a different culture. It's still a team culture, but I think it will be very different than what he experienced at Clemson. Well, and I think Jonathan Smith is completely Dabo is this overarching, omnipresent exactly persona that is uh, big is bigger than any player on that team. That Jonathan Smith is clearly not right. Right, and I think that and I think that is going to be the best challenge for DJ is to just hey man, just go play football. Okay, just go play football. Like, be you. Be you. You know, you if, don't have if, to carry if this he pays mantle. Attention. The biggest persona on the team was the jackknife, was the jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> a guy that played special teams and, you know, so, and I think, I think that might be appealing where DJ can come in and just be one of the guys. Um, clearly, quarterbacks aren't just one of the guys, mm-hmm. but um, he can come in and, and I think they'll be excited to to figure out how to best utilize him. The best part is, assuming everything gets cleared through the NCAA and he gets enrolled, he'll be here. They start classes January 9th, I believe. And so I think you're probably working hard as as hard as you can so to he get can him be in. All part of spring practices and workouts mm-hmm. and the and the conditioning, off season conditioning, all of those sorts of things uh, to get in and uh, get fully immersed in it. He'll have the entire spring practice schedule to start to get the offense. Lindgren and company will have a chance to, okay, what can we do with him that maybe we weren't uh, feeling as comfortable doing with either Chance Nolan or Goldbranson? Um, and, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see how Ben takes this. Yeah. Um you know, if he immediately did not hit the transfer portal, then maybe he understands, you know, what the what situation to be. Maybe DJ's gone in a year. Right. Uh, you, you still have then Aiden Childs coming in who can redshirt. Mm-hmm. He is very young uh, as an incoming freshman, and so you sort of set everything up. But you want to have competition at all positions. The quarterback position is so unique because, you know, you always say that. You can get three, four receivers out there. You can get five or six receivers into a game and all feeling like they are contributing. Mm-hmm. You can rotate pass rushers. You know, you can have four or five defensive ends, four or five defensive tackles play, six, seven different linebackers, all sorts of stuff. Quarterback is the weird one position where if you're the guy, you take every snap. I'm wondering when college football will start to go away from that due to the transfer portal. Uh, due to, okay, I have talented freshmen coming in. It used to be, you say, well, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. I think we're going to see things to start to go the opposite way. I think there will be packages. I think you'll just see, you know, taking the opportunity for a series or two here with your one guy to get over there, look at some film. you got tablets on the sidelines now. Uh, let's work on developing something. Let's put somebody else out in there. Maybe you give them a different package, a different look. I don't think we're too far away from that on a regular basis. I don't think so either. And uh, I'll, I'll tease. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this multiple times this week. This is a big story. Uh, it needs a little bit of air to breathe. It needs a little bit to flesh out. Plus, tomorrow we'll get into this, and I'll share a story with you about what it's like to be a team that feels like you are just that important piece away, and what it can do for you. Because I've experienced it firsthand, and my friend, it can it, it, it'll it'll change your world, assuming things go decently. Again, we'll have the mail sack coming up uh, at eight fifteen. So get those in on the text line five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Swag, real quick, is DJ the Third best quarterback in the Pac-12 going into next year. 
Oh, wait, uh, I guess the second because Caleb Williams is in the Big Ten? No, they're still in the pack. Okay, right. They're One year left. Next year. Is DJ Penix, slide in at three? Penix, Bo, Caleb. He's right there at three, four. Okay. Um, is Rising done or is he? He is done. So he's done. And Cam Ward is not good. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. He's inconsistent. I'd put him ahead of Cam Ward. I'd probably put ahead of uh, Jaden Deloria. Yep. Delores too much for show. Um, I don't know who's going to be at Stanford. I don't know who's going to be at Cal. Eh, three, four. Three, three right four. There. Three, yeah. four. With a chance to move up. So, again, a lot more to get in with this DJU story. But congratulations, Beaver Nation. This is a huge get for you. And uh, as a Washington State alum that has done nothing but root for your program alongside ours, I couldn't be happier for you. So, when we come back, there's a new man at top of the list in Blazer land. The greatest of all time to wear a Blazer Jersey. We'll get to that next, plus the mail sack. This is Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader 1080. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home Home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.